So there's this word on the street that's trending. Uh-huh. It's called kachi kachi handi. Kachi handi. So it means conversation. And in this case, it means conversations we're too scared to have. Oh, okay. Now I understand. Welcome everyone. Welcome to Kachihande Conversations We Are Too Scared to Have. This episode is a fun one because it's my friend from way back when in life, Mr. Mukupam Fula. This conversation is going, I think it's going to be funny because technically we both think we are not, we are no longer experienced to talk about this conversation. However, we are going to talk about the diaspora and the return. Is, is, is that the same word, the diaspora and the return? Anyway, it's the diaspora experience. So, Kupa, thank you so much for coming to Kachihande. Thanks for having me, Chimba. It's a pleasure being on your show. On your podcast. Yeah, you call it a podcast, boy. Now. Yeah, you can't be saying the show. <laughs> you know, this is the thing. That's why I don't even know if I'm the right person to be on the show. Uh, oh, see, I did it again. The show. The see? podcast. The podcast. So, Kupa, there remains this mystique, this perception about people who leave Zambia to study, to work, mm. and then they come back. Mm. So, the purpose of this conversation is to is to debunk some of these things and get us to just talk about our experiences, um, being away and mm. coming back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, yeah. Uba, where did you study and for how long were you away? I went to study in Australia, mm-hmm. uh, Western Australia, mm-hmm. uh, mostly Perth. Mm-hmm. And I was away... Oof, now it seems like a very long time. Yes. About 12, 13 years. Really? Yes. So I stayed on even after I finished studies. Why didn't your accent change? We'll talk uh, accents uh, later. Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> we'll talk accents okay. later. That, that one's a loaded one, but okay. <laughs> your we'll, accent. We'll, <laughs> we'll, talk, we'll, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. So you went to Australia. Yeah. Tell me about the culture shock. Was there a culture shock? Oh, for me, most definitely. Um, it's, I think it's something that's, I would hate to say, almost inevitable yeah. for someone like me. Um, I'd never really been out of the country mm-hmm. at that time. Mm-hmm. It wasn't my first time out of the country, but mm-hmm. it was my first time going outside of the country for an extended period of time. Yes. So definitely did experience uh, uh, quite a bit of culture shock. Yeah. Um, I can remember my first week mm-hmm. going to class. We're actually given these pamphlets, mm-hmm. culture shock. So I was just thinking to myself, what is culture shock? You know, <laughs> that's how bad it was. I, was. I don't think I was ready for it. Right. Uh, right. But it came and it hit me. And sometimes it was the little things, you know. Yeah. yeah. You don't even realize. And they just creep up on you. And mm-hmm. you're just thinking, mm-hmm. oh, wow. You kind of feel... A bit like a duck out of water. Yeah, yeah. Um, that was my experience. Um, I actually did have quite a few uh, interesting moments. Of course, there always. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, I think overall, uh, in terms of that, uh, looking back now, mm-hmm. it was a good learning experience. You know, yeah. it, it rounded me uh, quite nicely. I mean, this was me fresh out of high school. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and being on my own, literally for the first time. Yeah. Uh, there's the excitement. There's the uh, anxiety. Mm, mm. There's the fear. Mm. All that. But um, like I said, looking at it now, looking yeah. back, yeah. it was actually, uh, it's, it's something I look back on with uh, some fondness because yeah. I, I, yeah. I learned quite a lot okay. uh, having been out on my own like that. Okay. Yeah. And those initial, because like when you first get there, you're mm. away from home, mm. you want to miss home, mm. you're a bit homesick. Yeah. I remember being, I think feeling a little bit like on my own yeah. and telling someone about it. And his response was, you know, just be grateful. You are experiencing this. Like, what do you, what do you mean you miss home? Your parents are making sacrifices for you. And I wasn't denying or mm. belittling mm. those sacrifices that were being made. Mm. Mm. But could you talk about the hard parts of being away? Mm-hmm. With this backdrop of that sacrifices are being made for you. Yeah. No, most definitely. Um, that's also something um, I experienced, something similar. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, not so much in that I talked to people about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I kind of internalized that feeling of homesickness yeah. uh, and uh, just struggling to adjust, especially in the beginning. Yeah. Um, but you always got that constant reminder from people. Mm. Uh, th- this is a great opportunity, which it, it, it is. is. Yes. It, it was, it is, mm-hmm. it always will be. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was grateful for it. Yes. But I don't think it was something that I could use to just wish away those feelings yes. of uh, homesickness and uh, feeling strange to be in a place where you're just thinking, wow, this is all new to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so in as much as you do appreciate the sacrifices, yeah. uh, you kind of also feel a bit bad because mm-hmm. people make it come out like you're just a spoiled brat. Mm-hmm. Uh, because for me, those were the exact words used <laughs> by that nigga. So you're thinking, well, yes, I know it's a privilege, Yes, but I think I'm entitled to have some of these feelings yes. because I'm only human. Yeah. Um, and some people, because you do interact with um, the Zambian community when you're out there, some people would say things like, well, you're a child of privilege, mm. uh, even, even when you're yes. sharing the same experience. Yes. Uh, yes. But, you know, sometimes you feel like, well, why would you say that? You don't really mm. know me. Yeah. Yeah. It kind of feels like a judgment. Yes. Uh, a yes. negative one. Yes. A heavily negative one. Yes. So... Um, I think it's it's a tough one, um, especially when you're that young. Yes. I always felt so grown up because mm. I was thinking I'm so far away from home. Mm. I'm living on my own. Yeah. Pat myself on the back. But yeah. looking back now, I was just a little kid. Yeah. Um, I can remember we'd have f- conversations, conversations over the phone yes. and everything. And uh, I started to realize this is something that cuts across. Yeah. Uh, I'm not the only one going through this. Yeah. 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 And it's interesting that you say that you... you you mostly internalized it. I had a friend who internalized it. Mm. And when he just couldn't do the UK, mm. right? And he had to go back home. Yeah. The There were such different views of people around. Others yes. were, a lot were on the spoiled brat oh, situation. Yes. And um, I was just like in shock. Mm. And then later I heard like how 
his family yeah. took it when he finally went back. Yeah. yeah. They saw his coming back as some sort of embarrassing thing. Oh yes. Yes. I don't understand why we don't let people feel what they need to feel in the and I I don't know whether it's the sacrificial part of it all, mm. but nobody just wants to talk about it. And maybe I mean now I think I've become kinder mm. to young yes. people when they go and may not necessarily have the experience that they th- thought they would have. Yeah. And then, you know, they either come back or they struggle when they go there. Mm. Did you see people struggle? Most definitely. Um I think now we have um a lot of uh conversations around things like mental health, um, people's feelings and uh, their Mm. views. We're taking more of that into account. Uh, This is something funny enough that Mm. I started thinking about while I was there Mm. because um, Western societies are more open to Mm -hmm. embracing people's feelings uh, and uh, their state of health overall, not just their physical, Mm. but Mm. even the mental. I know it's become... Uh, like a buzzword, uh, mm. uh, even locally here in Zambia now, people are saying it's a cop-out. Mm. You know, some people are just leaning onto it as a crutch. Mm. But going back to your question, I definitely did see it. Yeah. Maybe I couldn't recognize it for what it was then. Yeah. But now you can see that a lot of people were struggling yeah. really, really hard. Yeah. Um, you see some people would have it manifest in things like uh, experimentation with alcohol and drugs uh, and overall destructive behavior. Um, You wouldn't really think this person's going through something. You thought Mm. this is just what people do. But looking back at it now, sometimes it was a cry for help in a way. Or those were coping mechanisms. Uh, You're talking about teenage kids. It's, It's going to be something that they'll grab onto the nearest life raft that they can fight because yeah, yeah. they're drowning. Yeah, no, it's true. So coping, it's, it's something that manifests in different ways for different people. Yeah. And I did see that a lot. Yeah. Um, I mean, I also had my own ways of coping. I guess it's a human thing yeah. where we all, all have we our... Coped. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, uh, overall, it's, it is something that I think should or could be discussed before sending a child out there. Um, Especially the sort of expectations and maybe lowering those expectations. And for those who decide, well, maybe this is not for me or Mm. I don't think I can continue. Mm -hmm. The stigma around that. Yes. Uh, Ah. We had so many people, you know, where you'd hear someone saying something like, ah, now when I'm Zambia, then... You know, people give you that look, hmm, you know, like <laughs> when, when someone says something like that. Yes. So it was yeah. something that was, like you were saying, um, a bit harsh. Yeah. Uh, but it was just, well, put on your big boy pants, you yeah. know. It, this yeah. is it. Yeah. Just just get on with it. Yeah. And when they come back, they'll be judged. Yeah. And for some people, um, they kind of stayed a bit longer than they should have yeah. because I think it was detrimental to their self-esteem, their mental health and well-being Mm, mm. uh, because you're under constant stress and strain uh, in certain situations. So I think one thing that would be good is to come back, to be around 
family, friends, people that yeah. really care for you and love yeah. you yeah. and can just accept you for who you are. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, try to get back to a nice equilibrium. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but you come back thinking, oh, okay, I'll be embraced. Mm. And you get all this judgment. Mm. So mm. I guess for people like that, mm. it would feel like double failure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I can I can really sympathize with yeah. uh, people who went through that. Okay, something I was never prepared for, and I don't know whether you ever had this experience. No one actually prepared me not not necessarily for racism, mm. but for being black. And I remember sitting in a lecture hall. I think mm. being maybe like the only black person there. Yes, I would sit, and the next person would leave like. A space or two mm. before mm. they they sit. Mm. I I think I had been expecting like we'll just go and we are all yes. law students yeah. and we're just going to just yeah. blend. Mm. But I would find that I was this like little black dot and there was spaces. Yeah. And I think even that people don't tend to talk about how if you are not going to a place where there enough black people mm. for you to connect with, mm. it actually can be very lonely because I, mm. no one talks about that part of it very true um <clears throat> i mean for for me i like you you were saying i had the conscious feeling of my blackness where it's mm. just like oh okay from a majority uh black dominated country yeah you go to this sea of whiteness yes. <laughs> so you're just thinking oh okay um Something I never really thought about, you know, it was mm. something you that was yes, like I never, knew I was black, but I didn't but know like I was black like that. So now, like you say, you know, you have these experiences and just thinking, oh wow, like okay, yes, I knew it somewhere in the back of mind I'm black, but now it's like thrown in your face. And like you say, you have this thing where um, you hear all these things, oh, multiculturalism, mm. and mm. you know, metropolitan city, yes, but your day-to-day -day experience yeah. is not that for yeah. most people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think the society I found myself in mm -hmm. has not a lot of overt racism. The racism mm. yes. is yes. It's very subtle. It's extremely. Uh, the UK is like that as well. You, you might actually uh, find it. yourself thinking, okay, I, yeah, well, this is great. Um, but like you were saying, it's the little things. Yes. Um, What's the term? Gaslighting? Yes. You, you might even think, yes. am I the one who's crazy? Yes. You, you, you find this space and someone would, if you had to ask them, probably say, oh, no, no, no I was just leaving that space for your bag or yes, something. Yes, yes. Just thinking, mm, oh, okay. My bag is not that <laughs> So, you know, you find these little things and over time you start thinking, hmm, okay, I, I think... I'm sensing a pattern here. Yes. Uh, yes. I don't think this is just me. And like you were saying, I don't think you're really prepared for it. No. Some people say things sometimes <laughs> sounding a bit extreme. They're like, okay, uh, mm. yeah, I think that's a bit extreme before yeah. you leave. But then yeah. when you get there, you're expecting the overt. Yes. All these things, people calling you all these names yes. or whatever. But yes. that doesn't come. So mm. you're waiting for the other shoe to drop, but... Meanwhile, you don't realize, then you start seeing it, the little things, and just yes. like, okay, I don't think I was prepared for this. Yes, because I even remember once the I've lost it moment mm. in a lecture. Mm. No, it was, in fact, it was a, a seminar or a tutorial. Yes. This lecturer, and I was the only black, in fact, I was the only black, I was the only 
foreign student in that class. He reads a script yeah. where the answer was so bad, mm. right? We had just submitted assignments. Yeah. And then he says, what do we think about that script? Someone puts up their hand and they're like, I think it was written by an international student. And the lecturer is nodding. <laughs> Yo! <laughs> My blood. I, 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 okay, okay. I, I hope you took... No, I went apeshit. Completely. I... <laughs> I was even... How dare you people who can't even use the right tense and plural. What do you mean I've wrote? It's I have written. Nadi name. And the thing is that... First of all, when, when, when I said that, because the lecturer was nodding to be like, yes, mm. this was an international student. And I was the only international student in that lecture. First of all, I was like, let make no mistake, that's not my script. Exactly. Mm. But then it was even the response about like, oh no, it wasn't meant that way. You are being sensitive. Mm. We, we mean mm. it's by someone who English is not their first they were even just telling me like you're you're first of all you're being crazy. Mm, um, mm, you this is not. I'm like, but do you see how I'm the only black exactly, person here? Exactly. I mean, there were no Chinese people in that one. There was no you know Italians. Mm, mm. Everybody else was a British student. Mm. And even that, but I think I became a bit gangster. Mm, mm. Did you or, or 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 did you not go gangster? Uh, <laughs> in certain situations, mm -hmm. but generally my approach was, okay, two can play at that game. Mm -hmm. uh, oh, yeah, because I also started doing that sometimes, but I'll let you finish. <laughs> so, you know, sometimes someone, and like you say, you know, uh, you're taken to be something that someone has constructed in their mind. Mm. So like, okay, uh, English isn't your first language. Mm -hmm. I'll, I'll throw this at you. Mm. So it will go over your head. Mm. And you're like, okay, mm -hmm. That's fine. Uh, mm -hmm. English is not my first language. Yes. Really? That, that is true. But I do understand everything you say. Yes. And I can throw it right back at you. Yes. <laughs> and like you're saying, the whole thing is then now someone would act hurt and say, no need to be sensitive. Yes. Oh, oh, so it's okay for ah! you to dish it out. But, but you, you can't, can't take, take it. it. Right? <laughs> so I, I think I kind of decided to have a bit of fun with that. But like you're saying, there's you're some, than me. some situations are very trying. So yes. you say... Right. <laughs> That's how you want it to be. Let's that, go. Let, we can go there. Let's go. We can go there. But then you see, the funny thing is, you're, you're now playing up their stereotype. Yeah. Angry African. Um, and that's the it's thing. It's like, well, this is what you wanted. Yes. You, know? you don't want a level playing field. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you, you get this... I don't know, this, mm. this thrill from yeah. trying to get a rise out of me. Yeah. And then when you do, mm -hmm. you now start crying foul. Yeah, completely. So, I, I mean, maybe that's not everybody's experience. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. yeah, But certainly for me, that was my, we had a similar experience mm. with uh, such situations. And the funny thing is, you would have expected it from some people and not others, mm. but you get it from people you like you were saying with your lecturer. Yes. This is not someone you expect to yes. engage in such behavior. Yes. You know, you're thinking, okay, uh, you're a professional. Mm. One, two, you're not you're an adult, dude. Yes. One. Yes. You should <laughs> seriously, shouldn't yes. you know better? Anyway. <laughs> madness. 
back to the accents. Uh, <laughs> I, was, I was going to do an accent. That's right there when you say that, but okay. okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, and remember how we sometimes used to laugh about this. <laughs> no, and I'll say, I'll say it from coming back one of the holidays. Mm. And I think there was just this expectation mm. that mm. my accent would have changed <laughs> and my accent had not changed. <laughs> A lot of disappointed people, I guess. Extremely disappointed. <laughs> but, but I think it was that sort of like, the, the disappointment wasn't that I didn't have an accent. Mm. It's that I robbed them op- of the opportunity yeah. to say that I had an accent. Exactly. Um, it's, I guess, the hater syndrome. And maybe I'm the know. hater for laughing at people whose accents change. Exactly. Forgive me if I'm there. You, you, but. Yeah, okay. You said it, not me, but okay. No, no, no. I ha- but, 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 uh, Kupa, you know, we've talked about people yes, who yes. have come from Australia with an American accent. And uh, you, you do have those situations. No. Okay, but in, in fairness, I think with a lot of people, mm-hmm. um, it's not exactly that they start out wanting to have it. Yes, an, no, no, an no, accent. it's true, it's true. You want to enunciate. Yes, because uh, there's this thing that, like, almost like they can't understand me. Exactly. So let me try and get them to understand me. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And then you have things like... Uh, subconscious mirroring where yes, you know yes. you find yourself picking up like you said I've wrote and, and you know you actually yes. very upset with yourself thinking why did I just say that yes yes you pick it up subconsciously but with the accent for me um I've always tried to enunciate my words so mm-hmm. maybe for some people they thought I had an accent but just because uh, a lot of people say we don't understand what you're mm, saying mm, so mm. i naturally try to enunciate mm, mm. to make myself better, better understood. understood yeah um but with the whole accent thing i thought hmm yeah i i don't know about this because like you're saying when you come back and people are like how long were you away but i was like i don't know about this whole mm. picking up a new accent i mean yes i went there post 18 yes it's very difficult for you to... Bro, I've heard adults change their <laughs> yeah. accent. Oh, okay, I've, I, I know adults whose accent changed. And I was like, but my lemon I don't understand. So, and I, but I think maybe for me, there was mm. this, like I said, that was the first experience I had of my own blackness. Mm, mm, and I think it threw me into this, please make no mistake that I am Zambian. Mm, such that mm. I think... In some ways, I was even like on the defensive side of maintaining, mm, mm, not mm. sounding the other, yes, the other yes. way. That's that's kind of your way of uh, kind of saying this is me. This mm. is where I'm coming from. Mm. You either take it or leave it, type yeah. of thing. Um, I did notice related to the accent. Yeah. Most people are extremely patriotic when they. <laughs> Fualana Zambian football jersey. Never watched soccer, but I used to wear it. Imagine because uh, so there's that, and I think for some people that's our defense mechanism. Like I say, yes, I will speak the way I speak. Yes, Uh, and people, and then going like this ties into what you were saying before. Mm. Oh my God, you speak such beautiful English. Uh, Okay, so and then what? What? What were you thinking? What were you expecting? Right. uh, I'm just an okay English speaker, but. Like you're saying, don't get it twisted. It doesn't mean just because yeah. you pat me on the head saying you speak such lovely English mm. that it's going to be something that's going to make me not proud of mm. who I am or where I'm yeah. coming from. Yeah. So I think with that, 
that might also be a response, an automatic yeah. response. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. I think that's what I that's that was what I what I was experiencing mm. because. Then I did also meet some Zambians who like their accent had completely changed. Yeah. And I think in some ways I felt like there was a certain betrayal there. Mm. But but like <laughs> I said, <laughs> I first came into contact with my blackness. Yes, yes. Kachi Hande is recorded and produced by Vibecast Podcast Network. Vibecast ZM is Zambia's premier podcast network. Get in touch with Vibecast on 0979-591899 or email production at vibezm.com. You can also search for Vibecast ZM on all social media platforms. Vibecast, making it possible for you to tell your stories. Now let's continue this conversation. Now, let me ask you a question mm. about you coming back. Mm, mm, mm. Did you notice how much you had changed? while you were away like this is relative to coming mm. back now because i remember coming back and how there were certain people who were so fixated on like how much i had changed yeah. meanwhile i thought that i i was living my nrc and that i think is a common experience mm, mm. i also don't think in the beginning i realized mm. how much it had changed mm-hmm. i believe the changes a bit subtle, so yeah. you don't realize yeah. you've yeah. changed or you're yeah. changing. Mm. And that's when I realized there's such a thing as reverse culture shock. Yes. <laughs> Yay! So I, I, it's something I never thought mm. existed or yeah. even knew. Ex- yeah. Then when I came back, I was just like, okay. After a while, like you yes. say, some people point out certain things yeah. which you might not even realize. Just mm. like, oh, okay. Uh, I guess uh, I have changed. I yes. didn't see it, but yes. I guess I have changed. Yeah. Um, and for me, another thing is, I I started thinking, looking inside. I'm like, okay, why why do you think that is? Asking myself. Mm, mm. Probably because I was away for such a long time. Yeah. Quite a long time. Yeah. Uh, and I was quite impressionable. Mm, mm. Time I was going. Yeah. Um, I was still quite young. Yeah. Uh, so I spent a lot of my uh, my seriously adult years mm. in a different environment, different yes. culture. Yes. Uh, so I did absorb some things without even realizing. Yes. Yes. Um, and developed some certain expectations. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So you, I don't think you can help but be affected by yeah. some of these things. And um, you don't, like I was saying, you don't see it in yourself, but mm. other people will see it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and especially because you've been away from them for so long. They still yes. have this picture of you. Mm. as that person they knew yes. in high school or yes. something. Yes. But yeah, um, I've changed, but so have you. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Uh, so it's like, hmm, for some people it's, oh my God, let me see how much they've changed. Yes, mm. I knew it. They've changed. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah. Okay. Do you think it your this change also affected your relationships? Because mm. I mm. didn't know yeah. how much of uh, and I don't know whether it's being in the UK where they're so autonomous mm. so there's no big sense of community yeah. did it did your time away and then coming back did it change your relationships for me I think or, most or definitely did you, did you lose some like me <laughs> and, and I think for me most definitely um, it did change uh, quite a number of my relationships mm-hmm. uh, and like I said you do lose friends along the yeah. way yeah uh, 
I don't know if that's because we just grew apart mm. or... Or you grew. Because there's that. There's also just growing. And that is something to think about. Yeah. You know, it's it's something that I don't think we really do think about because yeah. we just assume, mm. okay, um, this is me. That's Chimbad. Mm. We'll just pick up where we left off. I think I even left Patricia. I came back Chimbad. <laughs> See, there you go. There's your militant side. <laughs> there you go. That's that's it. That's one of you. <laughs> that, that was you. King Zambian. Embracing your blackness. So black. Zambianness. Yes. Good for you. You know. <laughs> but uh, true. I think um, we do. We do have times where you have someone being away mm. in a different culture. Yeah. And you grow apart. Yeah. Uh, I guess it's also part of life. Yeah. Um, I mean, and that's not to say that just because I went away, I'm better than anyone else. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but we experience different things. Yes. Uh, we all went through different things. Yeah. I mean, even my experience wouldn't be exactly the same as yours. Yeah. Yeah. The society, mm. Western as it was, was different. It was different. Yeah. Uh, so you do have, like you're saying, changes that... Mm. I hate to say are almost inevitable. Like you're mm, saying, mm. there's a lot of individualism. Yes. And self-reliance. Yes. Uh, not to say that here in Zambia, we're not individualistic mm, and mm, self-reliant. Mm. But there's more emphasis placed yes. on the individual yeah. um, versus here where it's the community, it's the community. and the group. Yeah. Um, so sometimes, you know, you think about it this way. Um, when you first go there... Mm-hmm. You're really in the communal, mm. and you know you think, oh, okay, uh, this is how we do things. Uh, yes. I'll give you an example that a lot of people talk about. Yeah. Uh, when a Westerner mm-hmm. or a group of Westerners invite you out for a meal, yeah, you share the bill. You share the bill, <laughs> and it's you know it will be down to the last penny. Yes. We get out a calculator. In fact, you see, you, you had two drinks. <laughs> just had one drink. So you know you're just thinking, uh, but. To, you know, or, or parties with no food. I exactly, never got that. Exactly. So it's like, mine win. Yeah. Every person, mm. cater for yourself. Yes. You know, I'll provide the space, but, you know, bring your own potato salad. Mm-hmm. You eat your own potato salad. Yes. And you hear someone shouting, who's, who's the last Fanta in the fridge for? for and you're like, is it this a party? Is it di-? But then over time, you mm. start to kind of embrace that. So like you're yeah. saying, you know, uh, when you come back, Changing back sometimes is a bit difficult. Yes. And sometimes that's misconstrued. Yes, I was misconstrued. You're not, you're try, just try to say, look, guys, I'm, I'm not trying to say anything or I'm not, yes. don't read into it. Yes, yes. And I think, I think sometimes us, the recipients mm. of, you know, like the people who were away, yeah. we forget that some of the time away is actually when you, like during... The forming, the real forming of yes. your character. Oh yes, yes. So obviously, mm. the person who we knew in grade twelve is going to be different from the Absolutely. one who comes back. Absolutely. And I, I remember one thing, uh, which was a big deal, was actually like my attitude towards money. Mm. Suddenly, mm. I'd become a miser, <laughs> and I was trying to explain that, guys, I'm coming from where I was accounting for my money. Yes. Like I can't just Every be like single. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I, I remember someone saying to me, oh, you, you, you just want to budget everything. I'm like, but I must. Mm, this is what I've been doing yes. for the last few And I kind of think it has its advantages. Yes. You know, you're thinking, well, I, I, 
don't know what to tell you. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, this is what I'm doing now, you know. And like I say, people don't get that sometimes. Yeah. They're like, yeah. but you're not the same person. Of you know? course, I'm not the same person. Exactly. So I, I don't know. Uh, I, I, I hope you're, <laughs> you're doing well. Oh, with Miser. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, uh, navy. And that's why I think that was the, the shocking thing. Uh, where you just I'm not sure I No, I don't. And then you're like, ah, but you just came back. I'm like, I, I'm aware. I'm aware. Cool, but let's talk about our jobs. Yeah. Because you know you and I did ah, yes. some interesting every, every job under the sun. Interesting, interesting mm. jobs. Mm. Having said that's that, that's why I loved Sheffy's 99 jobs when it came out. Boy, we did 99 <laughs> jobs. We did 99 yeah. jobs. Having said that, yeah. though, to this day, mm. I think my worst, the job I did not enjoy, mm. cashier mm. in a supermarket, mm. Mm. I did not enjoy being a checkout chick, guys. I would have thought that would have been a nice job. See, I stacked shelves for a bit. <sighs> uh, that wasn't so bad because uh-huh. it was after hours, so you didn't that's really... The thing. Yeah. But I can imagine plaster on this smile when you're not in the It's a problem. Rooms. Yes, because you have then, to be. You know, like you're just. Boy. I can imagine what that Hello, let like. me tell you. Quite never in my life did I know that there were so many different types of apples. <laughs> 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 and how it matters. Yeah, of course. Whether it's Granny Smith mm. or Katu. Timwe, they're all Cape, green. Cape. <laughs> so, and I remember mystery shopper for me always got me because oh. apparently I didn't greet the 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 shopper mm. I didn't if you finish smiling at mm, the shopper mm, mm, mm. and that was I think when I learned customer service yeah yeah but I I didn't I did not enjoy being a checkout chick absolutely loved well to an extent loved working in a retirement home those are interesting ones uh because you interact with people and yes. different types of people. Yes. Um, yes. But, I mean, having said that, like you were saying, going back to what you're saying about yeah. being a checkout chick yeah. and learning customer service, yeah. even the jobs that you didn't really like, yes. that you kind of despised, yeah. you took something away. For sure. And, For sure. And I think it, it does help. Yes. And sometimes, even if you took away a negative, you know yeah. that, yeah. Yeah. well, yeah. in that position, if... Uh, the roles were reversed. I wouldn't do that. Yes. And, you know, yes. if I were the person on the other end, yes. that's not how you treat people. Yes. You know, like you're saying, uh, you now know to treat the cashiers a bit better, you know. Yes. yes. That type of thing. Yes. Uh, so you do pick up, I think, lessons from every job that you've mm. done. Um, mm. Some of them were quite grimy, like you're saying. Yes, some were quite grimy. <laughs> I did not enjoy cleaning jobs in the retirement home. So, you know, you, 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 you take the good with the bad. Yes. Uh, I think that's, that's, for me, that was my approach. Yeah, yeah. Um, let me try to take something away from everything. Yes. Obviously, at the time, it was very difficult to tell yourself that. But afterwards, it's like, well, why am I doing this? Yes. Put things in perspective. Yes, yes. No, uh, that's true. Yeah. And I guess for a lot of people, um, they had to have part-time jobs. Yes. And this is another thing that was a bit different. Yes. You find... For most of your friends who who stay, who stay, they just go to school and they kick it. And and you're thinking, oh, okay, that's a nice life, mm. you know. Mm. Like, but then you're just thinking, okay, yeah. Because me, I'm man- managing a shift. Mm. Like, I come from mm. class. Yes. I have a few hours, then I have to go to work. Yes. Then I have yes. to come back, still still study somewhere, mm. and prepare to go to class the next day. Yes. Or if you had a night job, like for a while, I had night yes. jobs. Yes. You'd come from your night job straight to class. Yeah. Yeah. You know? So you're thinking. Oh, 
okay. Uh, I mean, like today is a holiday. It would have been time and a half. Time and a half. <laughs> I'm there. <laughs> so, so you're waiting by the phone. Uh, someone's called in sick. I'll do it. I'll, I'll, I'll come. I'll, I'll, I'll do this shift, Nancy. I'll do it. I'll do it. So, Nancy. yeah, it's, it's interesting. I mean, now it, it's, it's like something you look back on with nostalgia. You, yes. you, you laugh at some of the experiences yes. you had. You think about some of the co-workers you had. Oish, some of the co-workers uh, you had. Yeah, and like you were saying, you think about some of your residents or clients. I do. I do, John Gorman. <laughs> <laughs> and I think sometimes that's the, I mean, um, sometimes going away is, yeah. is glamorous, mm. right? But mm. there are certain parts of it which, like you said, may not be so pleasant, yeah. but they are actually, they give you this holistic growth. So yes, you've mm, gone true. to school, but you, you know, you, you grow up quite, quite quickly, actually, yes, compared yes. to your friends who stay. Yes. And, and this is not to take away from their experience, mm. but there's a certain maturity that you get. I think you do jump onto that, uh, onto that boat quite quick. Mm, mm. For example, I was, I was joking with someone recently. I was like, I've been paying rent for way too long because I've been paying rent basically since I was 18. And you find, you know, with my contemporaries or my peers, it was only way after they finished school, you know, they had a steady job and everything. Um, I think that's one thing we're lucky with here as well. Like just to point out, um, you can stay with your parents for quite a while. You know, even when you're looking for, even when you finished your studies, you're looking for a job. Yeah, It's, It's not seen as extremely bad for you to be home yeah yeah uh, as, as you're yeah. looking uh but you look at uh western countries kids start paying rent as young as 14 yes they get their first cool. job yes, yes, and they work true. in a fast food place and they and i guess it's one of those things not to say that it's a bad thing they try mm. to teach them responsibility yes but like you're saying they get responsibility pretty quickly yeah um they start say paying rent at 14 yeah yeah. They're out by maybe 16. Yes. And that's it. They're yeah. flying solo. Yeah. And then for us here in Africa, you could be in your 30s before you leave home sometimes. Yeah. No, that's true. Um, yeah. You have that helping hand. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which is not necessarily a bad thing. No. No, it's not. But um, I think I do appreciate having gone through, like you're saying, those experiences, yes. which gave me uh, a bit more maturity than I think I would have had had I stayed. That's true. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, that's... That is, I mean, I miss my residence. But apparently the vote died now. Can you imagine? Anyway, it's, it's, it's been, been a while. <laughs> it's been a while. It's been a long time. Because they should have. They were old. But, so, I mean, now we can look at those memories and laugh about some of those things that we did. Yeah. But there's certain things that I think, and I don't know whether people communicate that back home. Mm. To be able to call and say, mm, I think it's hard. I don't think many people do. Mm. Um, having spoken to different people. Yeah. And uh, taking my own experience. Yeah. Um, I don't think that's something I ever really did. Yeah. Uh, it's also something that's related to one of your first questions mm-hmm. about um, talking to people like yes. back home. Yes. Uh, what, how did you uh, externalize it? Mm. Um, there's a lot of glamorization, like you said, mm-hmm. and sometimes there's there's the pressure of uh, people feel that pressure to say, uh, maybe I shouldn't paint it this way. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes, for some people, it's I don't want anyone to think less of me. Yes. Uh, sometimes it's 
okay, that guilt, um, okay, people are doing a lot for me. Mm-hmm. I'll be seen as just some whiny brat. Yes. So, you know, I'll just suck it up. Yeah. And I won't say anything to anyone. Yeah. Um, although you are going through something, like you're saying, you know, you it's, it's tough. Mm-hmm. Like you're mm-hmm. saying, mm-hmm. you're thinking, okay, I have all these jobs and mm-hmm. all this and... Uh, but how do I handle it? Yeah. Uh, do I talk to someone or yes. do I, you know, like just suck it up? Yeah. And those are the two options you have. I think sometimes that's how you see it. Those are the two options I have. Yeah. And, you know, you pick one. Yeah. And go with it. I, I picked, don't say anything to anyone. Yeah. No, it's true. It's true. But it makes me, it makes me think back to like, Sometimes when people stay, they have a, a, a support system. Mm, mm. But when others go, mm. especially because you must be grateful about the sacrifices mm, and mm. people are looking at you with this opportunity. Mm. And then there is this like suffering in silence, mm, mm. which I can imagine during your more formative years, mm. it can have a lasting impression on, mm. on you and it would it it would then either affect the person who comes back mm, mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. um i think sometimes people come back and they are like oh tate mwabantu uh-huh. but i think for some people it's a response like oh, but where where was everybody when mm. i was mm. like in the thick of things mm, mm. um and maybe on that side on their side yeah. what is there at least you know there are all these hotlines i remember uni had this yes yes this, uh, hotline where yes. you could call and talk about whatever you were going through mm. but I, I would i was wondering whether african students were calling because w- w- in my experience yeah i think not you know and you talk yeah. to people and it wasn't just your fellow zambians yeah even people from other mm. uh, cultures, especially that were not Western. Yes. Uh, even uh, some people from, say, Asia. Yeah. And, you know, you kind of thought, oh, how quaint. You know, someone actually calls into these hotlines mm. or, mm. you know, talks to people. It wasn't yes. something that, because I think we we're brought up with the sort of notion that's not the done thing. Yes. You know, you, you kind of just get on with it. Mm. Um, but I guess. It would have been good for a lot of people to utilize some of these resources, yes, yes. especially those that were struggling really, really hard. Yes. Yes. Um, but as far as I know, amongst my peer group, mm. no one ever really took up any of those uh, types of opportunities for assistance or help or yeah. whatever. It it wasn't just the thing that you did. Yeah. Um, I'd like to think uh, things are changing mm, for mm. the generation that's going through the experience, yeah, the diaspora experience. Yeah. I'd, I'd like to think so. Um, I hope so. Yeah. For those that are struggling, I hope they are getting the help, the yeah. help from all sorts of sources. Yeah. Um, whether it be family and friends back home, uh, the local community, mm-hmm. um, all these organizations yeah. and that sort of thing. So I'm, I'm, I'm pretty hopeful that that okay. has started changing. Yeah. Because if, I mean, if we're looking at that, being utilized here in mm. Zambia locally, I'd, I'd assume now our mindsets well, okay. are adapting to okay. that sort of uh, change. Okay, so if you could talk to another a, an eighteen year old mm. going to Australia today, mm. what would you say to them? Well, I'll tell about them. where they are going, <laughs> I'll tell them. Look, you're you're going there with an aim in mind, obviously, mm-hmm. um, to better yourself. 
scholastically. Mm-hmm. Mm, so kind of keep your eye on the prize. Yeah. But cut yourself some slack. Mm-hmm. You know, um, mm-hmm. try to enjoy the experience. Yeah. Uh, I think that's another thing that we, the time when we were going, we never really did. It was keep on mission, eye on the mm-hmm. prize. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's like, do what you have to do. Mm. Doesn't matter what comes in your way, you know, you can't afford to get sidetracked. And yes. Like you're saying, with yeah. all the negative thoughts and whatever, don't indulge in those negative thoughts. Just eye on the prize. Mm. Um, so I'll tell them, look, it's, it's, it's not the end of the world mm-hmm. if, if, you know, you have bad experiences. Yeah. These happen everywhere. Uh, yeah. More so when you're outside of your regular environment. Yeah. So you should be on the lookout for that mm-hmm. and see if you can find healthy ways of coping. Yeah. Um, you know, don't, don't be extremely hard on yourself. Mm. Um, sometimes some things will go a little bit pear-shaped mm. and that's okay. Mm. Um, but, you know, overall, just be kind to yourself. Yeah. You know, just, just, just try to see how best you can get along. Yeah. Um, you're, you're there for a particular uh, purpose. Yeah. And... Just see how you can best achieve it yeah. without harming your 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 future self. Yeah. With all the uh the negativity and you know the guilt. Yeah. And if it for some reason doesn't work out, like I said, mm. it's not the end of the world. Mm. Um it's I mean you can always try to start again. Yeah. Obviously you will go through a bad patch. Yeah. But it's not the end of the world. Yeah. Yeah. And that last part now leads to my question of what would you say to somebody coming back? Because I remember, I think my first six months, mm. yo, <laughs> my first six months back, the Zambian I thought I was. And then what I, 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 I even remember the day my visa expired, mm. Nadi, like I cried. <laughs> not sure what I was crying about. I don't, and not that I wanted to go back or that I could go back. But my first six months were hard. So what would you say to a returning person? To a returning person, um, I'll say, look, you've gone there. You had your chance to do what you wanted to do. Yeah. Hopefully you mm-hmm. achieved mm-hmm. what you went out to achieve. Mm-hmm. If not, you know, it's okay. Yeah. Um, so now that you're back, yeah. what next? Yeah. But also know that uh, there is a sort of mourning period, if, mm. if you will. Like you were saying, yes. you probably had all sorts of feelings you didn't even realize you had when your visa expired. Even though you'd been gone, you'd gotten your qualifications, but it was one of those things, it, it's a chapter of your life that's closing. Yeah. You know, so you're kind of mourning for that, yeah. the, the kid that you once were, mm. so mm. to speak. Uh, it's like, you don't know how to feel about that. Yeah. But uh, I'd, I'd say now when people come mm. back, just try to realize, um, yes, this is a change in your yes, life. Yes. And be open to uh, the change. Yes. Sometimes, like we had spoken about, you become very rigid. You, you've become structured in the way you've been doing things for the last yeah, few yeah, years. Yeah. Quite a long time. I mean, for most people, it's at least four years. Yeah, yeah. That's a pretty long time to be doing the same thing over yes, and over again. Yes. Uh, so just try to realize, okay, you need to reacclimatize. Mm. I think the the one of the big issues is we assume we'll just slot back in. Yes. You know, like a piece of Lego, you just yeah. slot yeah. back in. But yeah. 
I think that's not mm. the case. You've been, you, your sides have been worn down and everything. You're not the same piece of Lego you were no, when you no, left. No, you were not. So yeah. you need to realize yeah. that and say to yourself, look, um, I need to reacclimatize. Yes. Give yourself some time. Yeah, and that time. Oh, it's necessary. Like I say, it does take, take it out of you because you're now trying to just force yourself back into your old shell. Yeah. But uh, you've kind of shed your skin Metaphorically speaking. Yeah. yeah. Um, so you, you need to have that time, um, that understanding. Because it was hard for me as well to yeah. reacclimatize yeah. certain things. And sometimes it's the smallest thing. You know, you're just thinking, ah, oh, mm-hmm. why? You know, and you don't even realize you're thinking it. And, and it just... was pavement, small thing. <laughs> pavement, uh, street lights. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I think because um, some things is, you feel that way because. Like you were saying, you've embraced your your own culture mm. to such an extent and you've hyped it up in your mind. Yes. And then when you have any shortcoming, it kind of attacks your sense of self. Yes. So you're just like, no, but we shouldn't be doing this, guys. This could be so much better, you know? Like you're saying with, it's just like streetlights, you know, we can do this. It's not because you're putting anyone or anything down, but mm. just because you've like, yes, you said you've embraced you know, your, your yeah. blackness yeah. and everything. Yeah. You, you want that excellence. And sometimes when you're confronted with uh, shortcomings, yeah. it, it kind of hurts. Yeah. So, you know, you, it kind of makes you a bit angry. It does. It does. And I think there was a part of me that just thought that things would just work. Mm. Like I'll come mm. back to Zambia. Yes. I'll be signing a contract. I'll mm. be in mm. my... And then there were just all these things. That keep popping up, yes. And this system that I thought I knew, but apparently I didn't, mm-hmm. or, or lack thereof sometimes. Yeah, yeah. And I think I remember that part. I navigated like silently. Yeah. Because I also thought that if I talk about it, there are all these people who, have, who are seeing me come back and then they are thinking that my life is supposed to be this way. Yes. And it's yes, not. Yes. What am I going to do? Mm. I think there was even, I wasn't prepared for that part mm, mm. either. And I think these days when people come back, I'm always like, be patient. Yeah. There's a patience element that, mm, because I remember I used to sometimes vent to Lou and he'd just be like, ah. <laughs> you know, you can even see, this is, this is a friend of yours who you can even see, he's just like, I'm an abo, you know. <laughs> but over time, like, it got better. Um, uh, and I mean, here I am now, like. Right? It's, it's like, oh, okay. It's funny thing, like, I survived that. Yeah. Oh, and I've also survived this. And now yes. I'm, yeah. And you can survive anything. And that's, I think, oh, I sure. think that should be the takeaway for yeah. Anyone going out or yeah. anyone coming back? Yes, you can survive it. It no, is survivable. Sure. Yeah, um, it might be tough along the way, but yes. trust me, it's it's very doable, and you're not the only one who's yes. gone through this yes. or who will go through it. Yeah. So sometimes maybe reach out, uh, talk to Shimba. I mean, she seems like <laughs> she has a lot of things to say that would set you straight. No man, no, 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 no. No, no. no, no honestly, I think if. More people no, would be it's open to, you yes. know, where someone can reach out and say, look, this is what I'm going through. Yeah. Even if you'd have that kid somewhere halfway across the world who could reach out and say, uh, listen, Shim, I know your experience and mine might not be exactly the same. Yes. But can you, you know, just talk to me about one or two things. Yeah. You know, or yeah. can I talk to you? Yeah. And just sometimes it's just about venting or unloading. No, it's true. It's true. It's sometimes true. Sometimes 
just that would be enough to help someone. Yeah. So yeah. I, I'd, I'd, I'd hope people start doing more of that. I hope so. I hope yeah. so. Because I think also that there's like, the, I don't know, some, sometimes people look at it too glamorously mm. and then mm. others people Most look definitely. at it too gloomily. Like, yeah. you know, like it's just yeah. bad. So I don't, but there's truly life in the in-between. Oh, yes. Um, and I think also the, the, the reinforcement of the, there's a formula to everything. I think sometimes we have to kind of put that in perspective. Yeah. Because it's kind of drilled in. I don't know about now, but mm. I think when we were growing up, it was kind of drilled into you by society. Yes. Your home, the community at large. Yeah. This is life. You do this, you do this, you do this. Mm. And by certain times. So I think that's also something that's, that adds to this yeah. whole diaspora experience. Because, yes. you know, you have th this idea that's been drummed into you. Um, yeah, I mean, even things like, what do you study when you go, yes. when you go out into the diaspora? It's like, oh, I'm going to do A, B, C, D. Like, nabanan. Mm, what do you mean dance? <laughs> Coming back with a degree in dance, guys. Yeah, so, yeah, I mean, but I must say, from what I've seen, things are changing yeah. somewhat. Yeah, yeah. Um, you hear someone who's gotten their first degree. Yeah. And now they're indulging in their passions. You know, exactly. they've, they've gone back, yes. they've, they've done the whole yes. work thing, like in, in corporate Zambia. Yes. Um, which is doing great, by the way. I, I've, mm -hmm. I've seen some people doing great things in, corporate, in the corporate mm -hmm. world. Mm -hmm. um, and some people are doing things that they're passion, really passionate yes. about, which even 10 years ago, you wouldn't have seen. You wouldn't have. And I, I admire the passion people because sometimes I... You know, in case my employer is listening, I don't mean this. But sometimes we do like things because the moral thing to do. Mm. And I think that's what I learned being away. Mm, like mm, mm. passion is okay. If you can you live with it yeah. and thrive in it, mm. do it. But I think we're, we're still like, I must do this box. Yes. Box thing. And I understand where people come from with it. Mm. Uh, a lot of times it's, it's done with the best of intentions, yeah, yeah. but uh, some of the uh, consequences are unintended. Yeah. You know, you find someone who you're like, oh my God, this is a brilliant baker or yeah, sh shout out to the, the real baker. Yes. The real baker. <laughs> Guys. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, someone's passionate about it yeah. and are really good at it, yeah. but only on their own time. Yeah. You think this is something someone can make a living out of. Yes. And I'm when I say make a living, I'm not talking about like filthy rich. But sometimes that's not what will give you fulfillment. Yes, yes. Uh unfortunately, I think because where we're coming from historically, mm. we've not been a materially wealthy society. Mm. We've mm. been wealthy in other ways. Yeah. But yeah. not materially. Yeah. It's been something that we've been taught to strive for. Yes. And that's the only metric of success. Yeah. Yeah. So you find people are under pressure. Yes. And again, going back to the whole diaspora experience, like mm. people are s so much under pressure because, yeah. Yeah. you know, it's, you have to do this, you have to do that. So that by the time you come back, you hit these metrics. Yes. We want you to have the big house mm. by this time mm. and, you know, drive the fancy car and mm. all that sort of thing, have the millions in the bank. Uh, but and it might sound cliche. Is that person fulfilled? Exactly. Uh, th they'll have their material needs taken care of, but I think they will not have the fulfillment. Yeah, yeah. Um, the self-actualization. Mm, mm. So, I mean, like I would say, it sounds like, oh, yeah, 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 right. No, but it's, it's true. It's, it's okay for you to talk about it. Mm. You know, like, yeah, but that's not real life. Mm, mm. 
But funny enough, you know, it's sometimes it's it's the little things that give people that boost. Yes. They want to wake up early in the morning with a lot of gusto yes. and energy because yes. they're just like, oh, wow. I'm doing you know, the I'm thing doing, I'm passionate yes. about. Yeah. And that counts for a lot. No, it does. It mm. does. Cooper, thanks so much for coming through. No. Even though you didn't have an accent. Um, uh, try, okay. Listen, <laughs> I'll, I'll cross one of the borders and I'll come back with, with one of the accents. Cross. cross. Uh, I, I won't be from the country I'll cross over into. Oh, that's the only way to get an accent. <laughs> that's the only way to get an accent. Or, or, or in transit, just buy me a ticket yes, somewhere. And yes. I'll, I'll Via, do two days somewhere and I'll come back. Lilongwe. Yes. Just, if you don't come back Canadian, <laughs> we don't want you here. <laughs> Cooper, thank you so, so very much for Thanks coming for to have me. this conversation. You're not as old as you think. The diaspora is still in you. You're still, you're, uh, you still just came back. Yeah. Right? No, I, I, I think, yeah, no. I just came back. Yeah. Remember I told you how somebody told me I just, they just came, came back, back seven years ago. <laughs> okay, you're back. You've been back. <laughs> no, no, no. You, you, can, uh, yeah, you can always go back. <laughs> but Cooper, thank you so much for coming to Kachihande to just come and have this very necessary conversation because I think... Um, there are some places where, like you said, we, we need to help people navigate the different uh, stages of their life. Mm. So thank you for coming. Thank you for your candor and for the good laughs. Uh, pleasure. So uh, we'll have you back again. With the podcast. Yes, not the show. Yeah. Not the so, show. So yeah I'm catching on. The podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. Thanks, Cooper. All right. And thank thanks, you. everyone. Please make sure you do subscribe. And we'll catch you next time. Thank you for listening to this episode of Kachihande. Please make sure you subscribe on Anchor, Google, and Apple Podcasts. Like and follow our Facebook page, Kachihande, to keep the conversation flowing. Share it with your friends, your family, your colleagues, and everyone around you. It's time we have those conversations we're too scared to have.